What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of How We Bounce Back. Our guest today is a professional of the medical field and is a certified legal nurse consultant. He's a patient care manager at MedStar Washington Hospital Center, NICU department. He has his master's in healthcare administration at University of Maryland, University College, and he also graduated from the Tigers at Towson. He's the main reason why the Lupia tray is empty at the Filipino parties. And then he keeps you in check with the Patron for dessert. I don't got a bottle right now, but I know he got somewhere in his bar in the basement. He knows how to shut it all off by making his own gym in that very basement. He's the king of making the most creative hashtags on social media. And he always shares a good smile and laugh no matter where you are. He's the man of the hour, Andrew Velasquez. <laughs> Thanks for the intro. <laughs> I'll just like take the audio clip and like put it on my resume and it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make make sure if someone was writing something down and you know uh feeding it into your LinkedIn. I, I got yeah, you yeah. that, bro. <laughs> How's everything been with you, Andrew? It's been good, you know. I mean, you know, just as busy, busier than busy because of COVID and everything, but you know, we've been we've been making it work. <laughs> Yeah, understandable. I know. I know it's uh, getting back to normal time with, uh, you know, still in the pandemic, but, you know, vaccines are uh, rolled out more and more slowly day by day. And I'm, I'm sure in a lot of urban areas, it's, uh, you know, starting to become safer. So glad that things are still manageable, but I'm sure you're juggling a lot still on your hands. Well, I want to talk about something to begin with, maybe some, you know, lighthearted questions. But uh, one thing that's different about you uh, than the other guests is that you're born in Maryland, raised, bred, you know, everything in Maryland, college in Maryland, Maryland at heart. Yeah. What is one of your favorite things about living in Maryland? And then maybe one thing about the state that you wish was different. Uh, I think the the location. Um, East Coast, you know, we don't get the weird you know, natural disasters the, all over, like over West Coast. Um, oh, dang. Like the the fires. Oh, God. Not your fires. Not your fires. Like tornadoes, kids. <laughs> all that stuff. Right, no, but right. the weather's good. And I think the location of where I'm at, it's like, I'm not much of a city person. So I'm right in the middle where I can drive to the city and then come back <laughs> to the suburbs and just, you know, chill. <laughs> yeah. But I yeah, think one sure. thing would probably change is, you know, everybody's um, obsession with crabs here in Maryland. You know, they help them <gasps> up, like, wherever they go. Old, I mean, it's good, like Old Bay and all that. But then, you know, you, they start visiting and then now everyone's like, oh, Maryland and crabs. I'm like, it ain't. I mean, it's not that great, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Over, overdone with the crabs, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe drive up the, the Northeast. You can get some lobsters. I know you're a lobster steak kind of guy, possibly, Andrew. I'm not sure. But Lumpia seems like your your go-to since the trays are yeah, be good. That'd be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you're in a good location too, in between Baltimore and DC. It's like you get two two big cities that you could really yeah. mm-hmm. get your urbanness yeah. going. So it's a location nice, yeah. Speaking of in regards to location, I feel like our families have traveled together since 1998. Like um, a lot of you don't know that our parents uh, have decided to do a lot of summer vacations together. Um, I know you remember Hilton Head, Andrew, and Florida, and yeah. Hawaii, and all those bit we first cruise together and whatnot. 
Um, but in recent years, you have been Mr. Worldwide and you traveled <laughs> to many places domestically and internationally with your friends. You know, I've seen you out there in Santorini. Uh, I, I'm not sure if I, maybe Italy, like you're all over Europe, you know, you're in the West Coast, you're in Miami. I don't know. I'm losing track of all the cities, Miami, <laughs> you know. But I want to ask you, what is the best looking city in the world that you've been to? And then what is one city that you feel like could use some some renovation? Oh, well, the one freshest on my the last trip I did before COVID was uh, Mediterranean cruise. So that was like Greece, Italy, um, Santorini. Well, that's Greece. But yeah, so like different areas in Greece mm -hmm. and then Italy as well. But Santorini, Santorini was really nice. Like if you, you know, you search up the hashtag on Instagram, like that's literally what it looks like. <laughs> Um, oh wow so it's a nice it's not spot fake. I mean, you know it's, it's, yeah. no it's not you know, I mean like, like the picture's not fake yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and like us growing up you know we hated like the sightseeing and all that and we always wanted like the beach and all that so it was it was definitely a nice like marriage of both um and uh, you know oh, cool. since we're older like you start appreciating the sights a little bit more so it was a nice a nice marriage of both um I think the one that needed work was like Athens. I had no idea. Like, mm. you know, you just think of like the museums or um, the structures and all that. But like the city was like, it was pretty bad. Like driving through, I was like, oh my God, we might have to turn back around and get on this wow. boat. Wow. Because <laughs> we took Jeez. city bus down there and I was like, oh, okay. So this is Athens. I see. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's a very historic city, very old. Oh, like, yeah. For sure. Yeah. BC times. So like, I'm sure like all that foundation that they have all the buildings and whatnot it's probably yeah. the same ones it's like before craze so <laughs> definitely good, good a lot like of time kind of thing yeah they probably got a lot of storms and wear and tear over the years so wow yeah, definitely yeah wear and tear <laughs> yeah i want to switch topics though really quick andrew uh let's talk about your consulting business your velasquez legal nurse consulting um, I want to maybe uh, ask you to share what your business is about to those that are listening and what advice, uh, sorry for these two part questions, by the way, but yeah. what advice can you, can you share to the viewers that are thinking about starting their own business one day? Yeah, I think, well, I guess I'll start with what it is first. So I guess the general gist of it. So it's kind of as an extension of nursing. Um, less of the bedside, more of the background. So I would primarily be consulting with or collab and collaborating with attorneys, law firms um, on any medical related cases. So like your traditional, you know, hospital injuries, medical malpractice or something as large as like a mass tort case, like products liability, anything involved where someone was injured, potentially injured. And I would kind of sift through the medical record. The situation, you know, is whatever the plaintiff alleging align in aligned with their medical record or are they you know are they lying essentially yeah. um but it's kind of a vast field within um you can do a lot you can sit in for medical examination you can serve as a testifying expert but um me just trying to start off i just want to do like very like starter background consulting where i'm just kind of behind the scenes reading reading through medical records and then I think uh, the second part of the question, what advice I would get, I think it's one I'm trying to apply to myself right now. I'm trying to get this kicked off is like explore and learn, I think is the biggest one. Because, um, you know, most of my career choices, I mean, 
It's very, very calculated, very purposeful. And this one is kind of like left field for me, um, but it is something that I that I've been thinking about doing. So I think just learning how to navigate, you know, yourself, um, mm -hmm. how you can, you know, start the business, how you can, how you can market myself. Cause me, I'm like, I'm introverted. So even just like this podcast, <laughs> right. Podcast right now, I'm gonna need like <laughs> 10 hours of Netflix to myself or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, for me personally, it's just like, you know, putting myself out there, you know, collaborating with these and essentially like sometimes cold calling these people to, you know, coll mm -hmm. to collaborate and work and for us to work together. Sometimes you, it feels like you have to take a, a and sorry, the sunlight is like coming in towards my way, but yeah. um, sometimes you have to take like a nose dive into something that you feel uncomfortable in order to get comfortable, right? And yeah, and that's kind of like that exploring where I am right now. I'm like, do I fully dive into this or, or like, do mm -hmm. I play it safe kind of thing? So that's where I'm at yeah. right now. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and you, you feel it, it's like you don't you don't learn how to swim in the deep waters until you get thrown out there and you have right. got no choice to. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I took remedial swimming, so I was like, maybe I can apply. <laughs> so, it's okay. We'll throw the life, life vest out. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. Okay. So you're, you're getting, you know, I know you're getting up to speed with that and you know, are, do you feel like you learn from other legal nurse consultants that are more experienced in the, in that like field, because, you know, or is it, because is it unique also that, you know, someone like you at a young age is uh, getting to expose to that kind of environment. Cause the formality is very high in that kind of field. Right. You know, especially when it has to deal with legal in the medical space. Yeah. Um, go ahead. But yeah, the, the field itself is not, I guess, how was the good word? Like as popular as other nursing fields. Um, so my learning, and since I'm just still in like my humble beginnings of the business, I haven't learned, you know, direct observation from these other legal nurse consultants. But I think on one end, I'm learning a lot from, you know, my primary job now that could help me for the business. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna get into that uh, in a bit, but I definitely want to uh, break the ice uh, and, we'll go with a game and I know, <laughs> nice. you know, we like to have games in, you know, video games or we, we, we play chess together, but um, I'm not playing the game. I'm feeding the game to you. So now you're just going to look at pictures. Uh, we're playing a picture association game and I've played this game before with several other people on the show. I'm going to put a few pictures of other people up on the screen and just Andrew, in one short sentence, if you could describe what each person means to you, um, that's pretty much all there is. No, no penalties or wrong answers here. You know, it's just uh, to share to the audience on what your thoughts are about each uh, person that you see. And for those okay. listening in via podcast, I'll also say these people's names um, out loud. So, all right, Andrew, here we go. Picture association. The first picture we have up on the screen, Rihanna. Um, I'm say, lend me some of that billionaire money. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you're no, I think, some um, courtship here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would say needs another album, but she, I financially probably doesn't care to. <laughs> oh gosh, I think you're accurate on all of that. <laughs> Very accurate. 
<laughs> Her last album was the was it um, the one in 2016, right? Yeah. I think that was it. And then she just started her whole business. I need to get some, yeah. <laughs> some tips from her. Yeah, yeah, she's doing the right thing with the with the Fenty, right? With the Fenty yeah. line. So, you know, shout out to Rihanna on that. Um, the weekend. The weekend. Ooh, uh, good music. I like his music. I'm liking the the 80s, the 80s vibe he's kind of doing. Yes, like, it's mm-hmm. nice. You know. We get a lot of the TikTok songs, so it's nice to kind of bring back for, for us <laughs> over here. Yeah, he's really hitting all of the the generations with you know Gen Z uh, songs going viral on TikTok. But I know he's appealing a lot to those uh, baby boomers, and they're hearing his uh, his performance at the Super Bowl and his yeah. his album earlier this year. So yeah, hitting it off on all cylinders. He's one of my favorites too, Toronto, and you know. Uh, formally close to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> formally. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, beautiful, but still can't say. Yes, Miss Selena. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, she was great. Like, I, I watched her Disney stuff. Like, good actress. I, I like her acting stuff. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <clears throat> um, Katniss. Um, yeah. I believe this is from The Hunger Games. Yes. Um, I did read the books, though. The books were good. I said I would say books are better than the movie, and I'm not yes. usually a book person, but it was it was good. Did it come out before the the, the movie, or who, who came? It's usually the book, of course. But. Yeah, the books. Yeah, I think the books were out for some time before the movie. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> this, this character, he's also from a movie. His name Jeff. is uh, Jeff Velasquez. <laughs> I think I think this is a good picture that kind of summarizes Jeff. <laughs> you know, it, it'll be serious, but you know, it's probably trolling you ninety percent of the time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This looks like a troll. I don't even know if he's drinking that whatever it is. Yeah, look at look at his book, the rules rules of wealth. <laughs> rules of wealth with an Aperol spritz or whatever he's holding there. But hey, man, he's just looking for a way to crack the system and beat all the people on the poker table. So. <laughs> Uh, this guy, I believe he's your brother, Albert Velasquez. Oh, yeah. Velasquez. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a good brother. We used to fight a lot growing up, but we, we are good now since we are older. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't we all? All brothers do. But your brother, he's now, he's about to be, he's a mentor, he's a teacher now. How's, how's that going now. for him? Yeah. Working now, yes. Teaching jobs. So he is a high school teacher for science. I think environmental That's amazing. science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So now, now he's gonna show all those kids how to, you know, uh, invent the new time machine or something like that, or a hologram for the iPhone. So, science, science is key, everybody. Right. And then uh, your mom and dad. I believe this is a uh, your uh, graduation, yes, um, graduation from 20, 2014. Yes, thousand yeah. thousand tigers. They are the best. Um, great support system. A little strict growing up, but you know it helped. It helped me out in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they're the best. I'm glad I had the support system that I had to, you know, get me where I am today. Yes, we always know uh, who we do it for, right? Yeah. We did it for them, and it's uh, everything in return, including that purse your mom's holding. So I'm sure you know many ver- <laughs> versions of that. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't stopped since then. So. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And your dad looks very fly in this suit. I love, <laughs> love this. <laughs> Probably got that for him too. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, Andrew, let's get into the deeper questions. The first question I want to ask you, what does your career work mean to you? Is it means of an income to have fun in your amazing social life, traveling all over the place? Or is it your passion to be, you know, in the hospital and helping those, especially in the, in the NICU department? Or is it both of them? Uh, for me, it would be both. You know, um, starting out, you know, I worked really hard to be in a place where I am now that I'm, you know, financially stable enough. And then in a position that, you know, I'm still passionate about um, healthcare um, and just, you know, be, being in the healthcare system. Uh, and I think since, you know, while we're on how we bounce back and everything, I think to those who are kind of, you know, struggling between that, you know, am I chasing the money or am I chasing the passion? I think one thing I learned kind of going throughout my different career choices is that, you know, passion isn't always there meaning, you know, you, you, it'll, it won't immediately appear. I think, you know, for example, like when I, I knew I was passionate about healthcare and when I went into healthcare, I started on an adult unit. Um, I was just going through the motions, being a nurse and, you know, I wasn't feeling that motivated. And then the NICU opportunity came and I've always had a soft spot for babies. And Aww. ever since then, you know, we're what, six and a half years later, you know, I've been with the baby since I love wow. taking care of the baby. Love wow. the interaction with the parents, you know, sometimes, you know, you can get your little, your crazy parents, but you know, overall it's a, it's a happy environment. And it seems like you being in, first of all, a place for six years at such a young age just shows like your, your passion and even loyalty to, you know, the calling at hand. Right. And yeah. I think that, um, like you mentioned the soft spot for babies in the NICU department, like uh, who doesn't, but like, for you to like really, you know, be there at the critical times to like, you know, make sure they're, you know, getting out of any sickness or making sure they have a healthy first year. And like, I'm, the, I'm sure you deal with so much diversity of not only like, you know, the, the parents, but like, you know, where they come from and their upbringing and like, you know how to talk to everybody pretty much. And it's, yeah. you have such a, <laughs> yeah. I feel like psychologists can be your second job, like in that, in that, in that department. <laughs> I know you, do, yeah, do you, you take on a lot do, of hats. <laughs> yes, definitely take on a lot of hats. Um, but Hey, like, I, I don't know, like maybe there's such a young age, but I don't know if parents, this is a side question, but do you ever have times where a parent or even the baby comes back to you in like a year or years from now and they, they're, yeah. they thank you. Like, is that, is that also part of the, you know, the, what the reward you have in your heart for why you do what you do? At, yeah. At oh, 100%. Yeah. Cause you know, I mean, especially even with COVID now it's like, it's been crazy and then it's always, you know, busy, 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 but it's always nice, you know, before COVID, like when people could visit, it was always nice seeing, you know, that one pound baby that we were, you know, oh my gosh. Oh come my back God. to visit us you know, during Christmas, you know, and then let, looking like nothing's ever happened, no developmental issues. So it's always nice to see our little ones, our, we call them graduates, so our little Nikki graduates come back in. You know, Aww. Us. Yeah. Aww, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's... hopefully once COVID's dying down, we can start seeing them again. Because we did have some regulars, like every year on their birthday, they would come and see us and everything. So it was nice. Gosh, that's, yeah, I couldn't mm. imagine. I, I empathize. I can't really sympathize because I haven't been there yet. But geez, having uh, 
you know, especially with the premature labor and, you know, one pound baby, I haven't even heard of that. Like that's, that's yeah. scary. Yeah. So you've yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot, especially for first time parents, but you know, um, we can move to the next question. Um, do yeah. you think the society um, or this society, do you think this society over prioritizes career growth so much when the focus should be really nurturing our relationships with ourselves, our friends and family? Cause I know in the previous question, I know in the previous question, you mentioned that, you know, work also is a means to also take care of yourself. So mm-hmm. it seems like I kind of already know the answer, what you're going to say here. So can you even elaborate on, you know, on that, you know, again, yeah. question, question is, does do you think society um, over prioritizes career growth so much when the focus should be nurturing the relationships with ourselves, our friends and family? Yeah, I think to an extent, yes. Um, especially now, you know, given like our social media, um, just all the stimulation that we're having right now, I think it has kind of put this mentality into, you know, the new generation, or I mean, even our generation too, like this whole like CEO mentality, like Mm -hmm. everyone's always trying to, you know, stay busy, level up kind of thing where, you know, you you may miss those opportunities. Um, So it's kind of like differentiating, like, are you are you working hard, truly working hard, or are you staying busy? Um, you know, yeah. and you know, with working hard, like, are you in a place what that aligns with what you're good at with your values or everything? Or are you just, you know, staying busy? Yeah, that's a great point. I feel like people like, you know, they feel like it's for show, you know, to just like stay busy or, you know, like, um, you know, work is work is work, but work shouldn't be work. It should be like, fun it should be a calling it should be a purpose and it should be a passion right but there's always times that you have to eject like you don't have to work to just show that you're working like you'll never get the times back with family and friends we always love seeing each other and to be honest like this this one one or two two times a year plan of these reunions you know probably should pick up more once obviously this dreadful pandemic is, is done and I know we, we, uh, uh, we're, we're good at that now because, you know, we do tend to see each other a lot and, and we talked about the travel and whatnot, but even just like, uh, you know, a nice, like, you know, weekend outing, like this is harder for myself to do with, with, with you all obviously on another coast, but even just like a weekend outing to go to a restaurant or go catch a beer or, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, go to someone's house um personally i need to be better at that too <laughs> like here here in la but um but yeah i totally hear you on that because yeah we'll never get those moments back and honestly i think we both know we don't know like what day will be our last ourselves right you know mm-hmm. it's um the world is filled of un- unexpectedness so yeah here you definitely definitely should feel like you know work, work shouldn't always be work and you know make time for those that we love. So moving on to the next question, uh, going back to your career, what impact do you think that, uh, you know, uh, your career with, with NICU department or legal nurse consulting or anything you have planned in the near future? Um, what impact do you think it has on, um, you know, helping people? I mean, obviously it's for their health, but can you just dive even deeper into that? And where do you see this going 10 years from now? Mm, yeah, I think for the first part of the question, I think 
the impact right now is, you know, localized. Of course, I'm in a hospital, I'm in a department, but I think it's, you know, still a, a significant impact. Um, you know, one for my employees, I have about like 89, 90 direct reports. So wow, I, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Do you mean, do their sure. annual evaluation too? Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, there's like three other of me, but still it's a lot for <laughs> oh okay. Okay. That's but, yeah. still a lot. Yeah. I think impact on one aspect, you know, is you know, their professional development as you know, as a person, as a nurse. Um, and then on the other aspect, the babies, you know, in impacting their care and then, you know, family dynamics, um, teaching the first time parents how to feed their kid, how to even hold their kid, comforting the angry parent or even the sad parent, you know, who, you know, maybe losing, losing their little one. But um, yeah. Yeah. So I think in one aspect, in that aspect, um, it has that impact. And I think 10 years from now, I'm hoping because the nurse manager is kind of my primary and then I'm trying to get the legal nurse consulting on as a side to take off and hopefully become my primary so I think my goal is to you know take the passion that I have for healthcare and kind of open open up the the scale um Mm -hmm. and impact you know the babies or even even adults too just depending on which cases but um on a larger scale so that Mm -hmm. I'm not even in the hospital you know I think like in both instances there with NICU and um, legal nurse consulting, I think you're just doing it all for good faith, you know, doing it for your long-term, um, you know, it's, there's a psychological impact, right? You talking about like those that have lost, you know, little ones or those that are, you know, um, because it's a traumatic experience, I'm sure. And you're, you also, you know, you're consulting them and, you know, um, and then when you see, you um, unjust uh treatment of those patients and you want to you know take that further because there's also those you know unrepairable damages but you want them to get their just due right that's why you you see that legal nurse consulting business being a long-term impact you know the problems go even further beyond just what you see in the hospital so yeah i think you're in the good faith to help these these families you know make sure they not only live uh, a life of good lives of good health, but also lives of like, you know, good mental health and good, you know, (laughs) you know, financially they're okay, but you know um, just making sure the well-rounded good faith for them overall. So we connected the dots there. I didn't even think about all of that, like outside of it, but that's seems to be your calling. Do you live with regret uh, with any of the career decisions you made? Um, You know, I know, clearly being in NICU for six years, that doesn't appear to be the case, but there maybe was something in there or before that, or, you know, maybe now um, that you feel like, oh, maybe there's another path that you could have done or something, another lever that you could have pulled. Do you live with any regret with any career decisions you made? And what would you, what would the person now tell the person before on uh, what you could have done. Yeah, I think with all of my major career choices, you know, school, choosing nursing, and then choosing legal nurse consult, I don't think I have any regrets in that regard. Um, yeah. More like smaller regrets um, that could have probably benefited me now, like with the whole legal nurse consulting, I think, you know, cause I'm introverted. So when I first started my management position, I kind of shied away on, you know, projects, 
that could have, you know, kind of taken me out of my shell a little bit, made me a little bit more bold. So like now I'm in a place where I have to be bold. I have to reach out to these people and, you know, I'm the one running the show. I mean, I've caught myself a few times where like, nah, I could push it to tomorrow or like, you know, it's all right. Maybe I don't have to talk to this person. So I think those kinds of things, um, probably Andrew from a few months ago, I'd be like just, or a few years ago, I'd be like, just take the chance and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'd be a little more, <laughs> a little more bold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Like you got to make sure you take every opportunity when that moment comes because that any small moment can open like a much greater, you know, opportunity later on down the line um you know i i I relate to you here i feel like you know sometimes procrastination or just you know letting it slide it will it will be the the moment like you're satisfied that you didn't have to go through such like uh nerve-wracking experience or whatever you want to call it but then but then you're like okay like you know um i'm not getting any rewards from the other leads that i am getting so maybe if i had three more extra leads or you know that i did actually take all just that one could have made the difference so um i feel like every it's like on the football field like every yard matters you know and i feel like here just like every call matters every moment matters you know kind of kind of um being um you know don't let don't let anything stop you for <laughs> like yeah. don't don't waste any moment you know yeah. just be you know um hell bent on like making sure that you're going to succeed in this legal nursing uh consulting you know business so i think i i feel like i have those same habits too so i'm learning from you in terms of like you know don't don't, don't let that opportunity ever slide or that moment that call yeah it all matters so and then we're gonna go into the mandatory final question andrew (laughs) so if there's one big piece of advice that you could tell the audience what would that be well i would say i think kind of what a little bit what i mentioned in the beginning because it's something i'm trying to do now is just explore and learn um i think i am in a place now where you know i've I'm a little bit more confident, but it's just about, you know, learning how I can apply that to my field. And I guess for those watching too, if you're, you know, kind of stuck again, you know, between, you know, the passion or am I chasing the money kind of thing, you know, just explore and learn. Um, I think it's good to like articulate, you know, your career path where you want to go, but it's always nice to learn the in-betweens. Cause even sometimes like maybe even like deviating from the path. Cause I did a few times and that's, you know, where you learn a lot about yourself. Maybe you'll even learn about, you know, a passion you didn't know. Um, but yeah, I think my biggest thing would, biggest piece of advice would be explore and learn. There's one last final question that I had to ask you and I don't even have this scripted. So I'm just going to come up with this on the fly. <laughs> so if you had just randomly like won some kind of like sweepstakes to build mm-hmm. an itinerary of three cities around the world that this cruise ship <laughs> can point oh. to it no matter <laughs> what many days this cruise ship yeah. can be there's gonna be a 300 day cruise ship right all right they got they actually got some of these all right there's like a hundred day cruise ship all right there's something like that um where they have like literally a condo on the cruise as your room but anyways if you were in one sweepstakes to a cruise ship and they said 
hey, man, like, you know, we needed some ideas on what three cities to go to. And they kind of took your word for it. And you were the decision maker here. All right. This Mm -hmm. is kind of a crazy scenario, but you never know. What three cities would you like this cruise to port at around the world? Oh, that's a good. I think the first one that comes. And and by the way, if it's Kansas City, you can't port a cruise in Kansas City. So just keep in mind (laughs) geographically to make sure these cities actually are next. We'll make sure um, they they won't sell into any canals to get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The first one that comes to my head, I think Dubai. You know, I've I've never been to Dubai, but when I think think of bougie, I think of Dubai. (laughs) Who knows if it is or not, but I think that would be like the first stop yeah um, definitely bad probably philippines the homeland um because we have so many islands and i would probably like what's one that corona corona like that one looks beautiful like i would try and stop one of those islands and then the third one i don't know maybe we'll circle back to hawaii i like the tropical yeah. Oh, okay. And you know our vacation okay. there. It was a good time there because it was all beach. <laughs> it's all, all we needed. Oh man, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I think that'd be I, my. I, so I definitely have to share that I really want to go on this cruise with you. And these yeah. are me and Rosemary's top three cities. Dubai is definitely like our like I think number one. Yeah. Um, Hawaii, we were, we were thinking about that too. I haven't been since we went back in two thousand three together, Andrew, with our families. Um, I feel like it's very popularized lately, but it can't be like just middle of the Pacific Ocean, Luau, tropical, guava yeah. juice, all that, you know, my gosh, Aloha, you know, and whatnot, um, you know, hang loose, good times, delay and whatnot. Philippines, man, if a cruise ports in the Philippines, we can just keep the cruise there. They got yeah. plenty of islands yeah. like we go Boracay, Cebu, you know, oh my gosh, Manila. Let me know when you're ready to go <laughs> because uh, I, know. I, know, I know you got we'll that change to make it happen. Yes, yes. You're very few to make this happen. All right, Andrew. Well, I'm going to close the episode. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We are inspired by your hustle, your drive. Uh, it takes a lot to start and have your own business. Like people don't take the action. A lot of people have ideas, but you took the action. And like, yeah. you know, that's that's already inspiring. Velasquez Legal Nurse Consulting. Your, your business is in your own name. You know, that's already like inspiring. <laughs> You know, but of course, it's also inspiring that you help those, uh, you know, the babies and the patients and their families at MedStar and NICU. Um, But you definitely have a bright future ahead. You're appreciated by so many. And the legal advisors or those of you that know legal advisors, please reach out to Mr. Andrew Velasquez if there are any needs for your medical cases. So had to do that shameless plug right there. But anyways, Andrew, best of luck to everything you have going forward. And thank you again for joining the show. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. Please feel free to always reach out to any of the guests that are subject matter experts at what they do at work and that can help you out in any kind of way. All right, everyone, stay safe. Smiles up. Big laughs. Positive energy all around. This man is Andrew. I'm James. See you all next week.